Welcome back to Why Two Kids. My name is Patrick. My name is Taylor. And we are in the middle of Movie Star March Madness on feature presentation of video.com. Our countdown to find out who the movie star, actor, celebrity of season two of the Vince Vaughnathon is going to be. We are helping to celebrate over on Y2 Kids by celebrating the website's Cameron Diaz Day today. So that, of course, means, Taylor, that we are talking about Cameron Diaz, my love. In what is what oh. I was trying to set you up for. Oh, sorry. Shrek. Shrek. Of course, Shrek. It's one of those like, okay, we're doing a show about early millennia kids media like Shrek. It was inevitable. Yes. I'm very excited about this. Um, Cameron Diaz, one of my favorite actresses. I think she's so wildly talented um, and is even more talented than anyone gives her her due credit for. Um, and I was really excited to visit Shrek because I hadn't seen it, and I mean, like, years, 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 but I was a huge Shrek fan growing up. Um, and I feel like I always just see, I mean, just all around me in, in conversations, online, you know, whatever, people just still love Shrek. And so I was excited to take a look and see if it held up. Yeah, I mean, this was definitely, like, it's it's been in the making for a long time, Shrek, right? Um, there's also many Shrek sequels. We've talked about Puss in Boots, The Last Wish earlier this year. There's, like, a bunch of Shrek spinoff stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, this was, uh, it was going to happen one day. Here it is. Before we dive into Shrek, though, and, and Cameron, I know you have a surprise snack of the week. Your face just lit up. What is this? So we have a snack bucket. I think we've talked about this before where we choose for each week, and this has been... I also just want to say that you've chosen for like a month in a row now, and so I'm at the point where I have forgotten what is in the snack bucket. Yeah, good for you. Also, I mean, like, there's no point in choosing any more because I think that this is the last thing we have. Oh, okay. So, I'll, I'll get some ready for next week. Yeah, we need we need to get back on our, like, purchasing gang. But this is another, uh, I believe, Cracker Barrel. Hashtag please sponsor us, Cracker Barrel. Um, I figured it, it matched the swamp vibes, okay? And that is Warhead Sour Spray. Oh my god, and it's green apple yeah, for green freaking apple, Shrek too. Green apple gloop. Gloop. Sour gloop. Uh so let's yeah. get into it, oh, shall we? God, my mouth is already like tingling. Let it be known. What? <laughs> Let it be known that I am currently recovering from a gnarly stomach bug so because is, we always have something going on yeah so this is really going to be great on my tummy it's, it's very vince vonathan of us to be, be sick. sick yeah i was actually like thinking earlier like oh what is my bit gonna be about being sick all the time and i was like oh wait no that's a vince vonathan huh. which uh season two coming soon could be cameron diaz could be could be one of these people on our March calendar on the website feature presentation video.com for movie started March Madness. One of those people is the subject of season two. Maybe it's Cameron. Do you want to say more words or do you just want me to get into the spraying it in your mouth? Just this is like the thing in uh in Knives Out. Yeah, hold I, I'm no, no. You, okay. I'm sorry, you are very simply not going to spray <laughs> it into my mouth. Okay, Why like not? I'm going to spray it into my own mouth. Okay, okay. This is like that thing in, in Knives Out. What is you it? You like green apple, right? I do. Okay. And you like warheads, so. Have we tested that? Okay, no, don't spray it. No, it's not fucking air freshener. I just I want don't... to make sure it works. Okay, I don't want sugar on the ground. You don't have to test it. Just, test it in your yes, mouth. Yes, you do. I don't want like a, like a 
steam squirt or something. I missed. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> he got this out of my face. You see this? Okay. <laughs> Woo! Too much. I did too much. <laughs> it's like, why is he still spraying? I kept missing. You I notice I've gotten it all over my face. It looked like you had like seven squirts directly in your mouth. And I was like, oh, <laughs> wow, he's no, going for I, it. But I've been like, enough of those squirts. I like, got it a little bit, then it added up. All right, well, I'm just going to not go from 10 feet away from my face <laughs> trying to use it as a fucking face mist. I'm just going to go on my tongue. Oh, true. I, I just didn't think that you could. Yeah. It's not sour at all. Oh my god. Oh no, I'm tearing up a little bit. I remember it being so much more sour. Oh my god, she just put like five of them. I'm a sour queen. Actual warhead candies are more sour. God, you're a mess. <laughs> I know you can't see him right now, guys, but it's foaming out of his mouth. <laughs> <coughs> oh my god, <coughs> making me cough, yo. <laughs> Alright, you're just a badass, I guess. I mean, I eat lemons like they're oranges, so. I'm oh, tearing up, dude. For real? I'm a little bit. God, that's I don't feel like pain. Like, warheads, like, I don't like warheads. I like warheads. Although because it's, like, just, like, no fun. Like I will say, okay, I have recently been, so I was always, like, a diehard warheads fan, okay? Uh -huh. And I feel like I was always very anti-toxic waste for that reason, but I don't feel like I gave... I don't feel like I gave toxic waste like a real shot. We did that on the show, right? Yeah, so, that shit was gnarly. So I I think, and this is very sacrilegious, but I think I prefer toxic waste because toxic waste has like, what I hate about Warheads is the, the flavor and the sour is really, really good and then it goes away instantly. And the taste of the actual candy is very mid and they're very hard and it's hard to chew them and they're very sticky. So the candy itself is not very like, you know, palatable. But Toxic Waste has, like, a really good sour part, decent candy, like, not significantly better than Warheads, but what takes the cake is when you crunch into it, it, like, fizzes another sour layer, and I really like that. Shrek from 2001. Um, now, we can get into camera a little bit. I mean, like, let's be honest. It was a little bit of, of an excuse to talk about Shrek. I mean, we weren't going to make Mike Myers' day. You know whether or not Cameron is our, our movie star, like it was it was gonna be a Cameron thing. Um, but this is a movie that like you, I mean, we'll we'll just cut the shit. You gave five stars on Letterbox. Yeah, I'm gonna pose the same question now that I did to you earlier. Yeah. Literally, name a fault. Okay, so here here's my thing. We were watching Shrek, which like we don't need to get into the freaking details of Shrek. Like you know it. People who listen to this show know what the fuck Shrek is. Okay, and they've seen it. One thing I did not realize, and I, and I kind of like, you know, the week leading up to this, you know, like I knew we were going to watch it, right? And I kept being like, I remember this, and I remember this, and I remember this, and I remember this. Well, it turns out I remembered the whole movie. Like, I had thought of all, basically every scene before it happened. Like, like not before it happened as in, like, it's about to happen. Like, the week leading up to it. You know, like, I've recalled basically the entire movie in my head. Ma I wouldn't go that far in terms of my memory. I... For me, it was like once I saw on screen, I realized I knew it so much better than I thought. Like I knew like a lot of the lines, I knew a lot of the line readings. I mean, I knew most of the jokes. Like I, 
I don't really remember watching it that much, but apparently it just ingrained in my mind. Yeah, I feel like I, I do remember watching it a fair amount and, like, owning the soundtrack and stuff, but I clearly remember it and know it way better than I thought I would. Here's a fun fact for you. This is the first DVD we ever owned. Who's we? My mother and I. Okay, I was like, not me. No. I don't know what that was, but it could have been, but... um. I was, like, with my dad for a weekend, and then I came back, and uh, she had gotten a DVD player, and Shrek, and Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, and, like, a bunch of popcorn and candy, and I was thrilled. Divorced parents be like, right? <laughs> I mean, like, you had to set me up for that, right? I mean, like, like what do you, you have go- to say about I'm it? Just saying, what do you, you have to say about it? Dad what do you... What do you have to say about it? What do you mean what do I have to say about it? I'm just saying, like, you ain't, no. got, you ain't j- got jokes for nothing. No, yet. I love it. I love that. I love that for her. Like, you okay. can buy love. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy mine, okay? I'm, I know. You can buy mine with a lot of things. You can buy yours with Candy, Shrek, and the DVD player. I mean, that's a, that's a sweet deal. I mean, you could do that now. Like, yeah, I that's would, what I'm saying. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. she knew what was up. Like, she was yeah. like, mm, you are not going to prefer your father's. Like, that's, <laughs> and that's on God. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I remembered everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly how they read the lines, everything. So the movie is very clearly made up of memorable moments and iconic lines. And like it is obviously part of that as the fact that it's become a meme. You know, I don't know if I would remember the exact timing of him swinging open the uh, uh, toilet door to the Smash Mouth, as well as I do if it wasn't for the meme, right? But, like, it is enter the cultural zeitgeist in a way that, like, I knew the entire movie. It's also, like, I feel like I still see clips on TikTok all the time, especially, you know, we host this show. We're obviously on Y2K TikTok and, and on Y2K spaces online, and, like, people will be like, I bet you didn't get this joke about X, Y, and Z, and, like, Shrek is one of those that comes up all the time. So, like, for me, did I remember as a kid that he says, do you think maybe he's compensating for something? No. I, I would never have remembered that line as a child because it meant nothing to me. But as an adult, I know that line because I see it online. So it's just – it's it's a combination. I, I guess it's my voice. Like whether or not it's from childhood. Yeah. It has entered the, the cultural world enough that like I know the whole movie. Yeah. That does not mean that I like it very much. I mean I like it just fine. And my three and a half, which, you know, we talk all the time about, like, movies don't need to be distilled down to numbers, right? But there's a, a big difference between your five and my three and a half. My three and a half is I really, like, respect the hell out of it. And, like, it's done a very good job of being culturally significant in some way. And DreamWorks did their thing. And they have their franchise. And they're still making these freaking movies. And She's hitting herself with the spray because she hasn't had enough, I guess. And Puss in Boots, The Last Wish came out a couple months ago, and it was a banger. Like, they've they figured it out, right? But it just doesn't do much for me in particular. Like, it's just, I don't find it super funny. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I just, I here's the truth. Here's the truth, okay? And exactly 50% of people listening to this right now are going to turn this off. But it's the truth. You ready? Don't say for me. I was a Shrek 2 kid. I I prefer Shrek 2. Okay. Here's what I will say to that. I don't feel like I can can confirm nor deny for myself. 
because I will say, I when you first of all this movie, everyone James Cameron, you need to take a lesson in timing. Okay, this movie flew. Flew. I mean flew. When you said that there was fifteen minutes left, I was prepared for two more hours. Happily, I was happily prepared for two more hours. God, you're just like you can't do it, and like you, you could never be one of those cool like John Travolta slicked back hair, like spray the breath, and then like switch. Oh, girl. you know me, Danny Zuko over here. I, you're not. I'm just pointing that out. That's what I'm know. saying. Yeah. Um, okay, Rizzo. <gasps> That's fucking cruel. That is fucking cruel. What do you have to say for yourself? What are you, San- Sandy? Well, maybe. No, you're, I mean, it, those are the only two characters you can name, okay? And that makes you Rizzo. Okay, well, well, then maybe I don't want to be in Greece at all. You're that chick that Danny takes to the prom, like, from the other school. All right, well, this has been really fun <laughs> and has not hurt my feelings at all. Anywho, the movie, back to Shrek, <laughs> flew by. It flew by. I could not believe that there was only 15 minutes left. That said, I think part of the reason that I, I was so shocked at that is because I kept going like, when does he turn into a man? When do Donkey and the dragon really kick off their romance? And I realized that all of those things happen in Shrek too. So I don't think, I think that there is definitely a like, blurred minds for me with Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. I don't think I totally knew plot 1 versus plot 2. It just kind of all bled together. So now, and I will say, I do, I feel like I do remember liking Shrek 2 a lot. So now I am wondering, don't get me wrong, I'm never going to go back on my Shrek 5 stars. But if I am a Shrek 2 kid, it might also be five stars. I don't know. So I, I don't I don't want to dismiss your preference for Shrek 2. I mean, this movie is essentially just Shrek gets Fiona and brings him to Farquaad and they fall in love. Him. Bring, brings her to Farquaad and they fall in love. I mean, like, that is, like, the... Um, technically, he brings Farquaad to her. That's not true at all. He brings Farquaad to her to come pick her up, remember? Like... 20 minutes from outside of the kingdom. He does most of the legwork. Okay, it was just a joke. Okay, so anyway, I mean, it is it is very much just like Hero's Journey 101, you know, like save the princess, have the goofy sidekick, win the girl in the end. I mean, that's like the basic plot of the movie. All that other shit, Puss in Boots, Gingy becoming huge, you know, all those like other moments are from Shrek 2. Yeah, true. I think maybe you're right. Maybe I was a Shrek too good then. Thank you. The um, ball isn't there like a ball or like the like a tavern night or something. Fairy oh yeah. godmother comes Shrek in. Two. Yeah, Shrek two. Yeah. I I don't think I ever saw Shrek the third. Consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Actually, no, no, no. If I remember correctly, that one's not too bad. It's Shrek Forever After. Oh. Which is unbearable. Then maybe I did see Shrek the third like once. Is that when he has the triplets? That's Shrek the Third. Yeah. They have the kids. Well, like, I think they have them in at the end of two. Maybe it's like an epilogue into or something. Yeah. We need to rewatch it, but um, I'm sure we will get to it sooner rather than later on the show. Yeah, I definitely want to do it soon now that we're we're rocking and rolling with the Shrek franchise. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying about it was very 
linear, very, here is your one goal and here is your clear obstacle to get past, to get, you know, into that goal. But I just feel like it did it, 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 it did that in such a fast paced, witty, charismatic, clever way that I just loved it. I th- I was so engaged the entire time. I like never looked at my phone once, which is a huge fucking thing for me. Okay. Um, and I was just like, I laughed at the jokes. Like I thought that they were still funny. They still held up. I, it was definitely, I don't, it's, it's hard to say like, oh, it was raunchier than I remember. Cause like I said, I feel like all those raunchy bits I've like seen online since then. So like, I knew that they were in there, but like definitely watching it all the way through, I go like, whoa, it was definitely raunchier than I remember. Um, like I think the only raunchy bit that I like understood as a kid was when they go like, kiss my face. Like, that was clear to me as a kid, but I think that was probably the only one. Um, The waterboarding of the gingerbread man. That's, like, the milk boarding. That was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. A lot of, like, animal brutality in this movie. Um, Like, she accidentally kills the bird and then cooks the bird's eggs. And then, like, blows... I remember that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, blows up the... um, The frog. The frog and the snake as balloons, and then they, like, pop, I think. It's kind of gross. Yeah. So, um, I, I could have done without that. But that's basically my only qualm. My, like, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a qualm because it's just, like, matter of fact. Because it was very early, and I, I would have never noticed this as a kid. Like, I'm reading a book about DreamWorks right now. Like, we host this show. We watch this kind of shit. Like, I've developed, like, an eye for this. Very early on in, in feature-length CG. And when I noticed a bunch was a bunch of cop-out stuff where like it would just be a shot of them walking for a really long time because it's easier to keep that one shot up than cut a bunch. Yeah. Or they... I noticed that like there was never a transformation of Fiona. Like it would just cut away and then back to her. Exactly. There's a, there were a couple times, actually not a couple, there was a bunch where I saw. I saw a couple like glitches, like flashes. I don't know if I noticed too many of those. Uh, the the real thing that I noticed, the real kind of cheap, was that people would talk um, with their backs to the camera, quote unquote. Yeah. So they wouldn't have to animate mouths. And they yeah. would just animate like the person nodding. You yeah. Know? No, for sure. Um, Which is, I mean, like, like I get it. You know, like, they didn't know how to do this sh- shit yet. And people still do that today with real people. There were budgets and they were, you, you know, like, they, they were figuring this out. And, like, if we rewatched Puss in Boots, The Last Wish right now, we wouldn't see any of that stuff. Yeah, you know, I will say like 2001. in terms of graphics, it was a little. I hate to be like, oh, it was sloppier than I remembered, um, because at the same time it was still like very high tech for that time. Okay, I'm I'm obviously just like I have a I have a I have a memory of it being this amazing thing because at the time it was, but like looking back as an adult, I go like, oh, it's very much like. I mean, if RuneScape was more pixelated, you yeah. know, Sims medieval. You know, it was, it's giving that, like it was giving video game. And, and between that and the, um, all those things that I just mentioned, it makes it just feel old and dated. Yeah, no, for sure. But this movie had a tough go of it, had a tough time getting made. A lot of actors coming in and out and then reshooting a lot of story issues and people disagreeing on what they wanted to do. And so like, 
I feel like the fact that they made a movie this good with that many infrastructural problems and like inside problems, like that's a huge feat. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I, I want us to. I know we're in the middle of a Disney retrospective, but me reading this book, um, I which I can't think of the name of off the top of my head. I want us to hit some DreamWorks stuff because I want to read it and then instantly see some of the stuff in action. Um, but like obviously that that was like a brand new company, you know. I remember um, like on this original DVD, um, there being like an outtakes thing, and the the book is called "The Men Who Would Be King." By Nicole Laporte. Um, I think I remember the outtakes too. Well, it was, it's like, you know how, like, some movies, like some cartoons, I, I'm thinking particularly Toy Story, have like fake outtakes? Mm-hmm. You remember, like, yeah. in the credits where it's like, Woody can't remember his line, ah, yeah. ha, ha, you know? This was like legitimate, like, animation problems. Yeah. And I remember it was just a compilation of like, Shrek would be walking and then, like, his neck would like elongate by 40 feet and then come back down, you know? Yeah. And like, they just had a bunch of just like issues, you yeah. know, like trying to figure out how this shit worked. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like, yeah, it's a good movie. I would imagine that if we watch Shrek 2, which we, because of movie star March Madness and other stuff, we're not going to get to uh, in the next relative future. However, um, I would imagine like it gets better. Yeah. It gets better, it gets better, it gets better. Especially know? because Shrek was, I mean, a huge success, a huge hit. Um, I'm sure the budget increased, you know, it became, they trusted it a lot more and they were able to I mean, to freaking Puss in Boots, I hate to keep reaching back to this, but this movie you like quite a bit. I mean, that movie is bonkers. It's massive and it has huge characters. It has crazy colors. It has crazy scenes. I mean, like, they, like, they, there were no limitations on making the movie they wanted to make. No, absolutely not. Um, I think about, like, you know, so, because... I, I hate to say that, like, I mean, I don't hate to say it. I think it's actually kind of iconic. These songs, right? I think to myself, like, the music budget for this must have been astronomical. But then I go, no, it wasn't. They put all of these songs and artists on the map. Shrek did that. Shrek was, you know, what, you know, the reason that we all know the words to Hallelujah. And well, this generation. A generation. This generation. Um, my my version is Kate Vogel's version. That's not up for debate. Um, Rufus Wainwright. Okay. That's my version. Okay. Um, you can't say what yours is, and then when I say mine, be like, Ugh. anyway. Um, Smash Mouth. Like, what would Smash Mouth be without? Okay, what All would Star Smash Mouth be without All Star and Track? They wouldn't have performed at Virginia Beach Town Center in the what is it? Two thousand and nine. The twenty. 20- <laughs> 18 oh god 2017 um new year's and i would not have seen them and have heard smash mouth as my first song of the new year okay before i ask you a sacrilegious question oh no it is cameron diaz day from movie star march madness on feature presentation video.com what are your what are some of your favorite cameron diaz movies the holiday i mean we've been new duh Uh, i almost forgot i love the holiday love 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 love. i think it is like one of my i mean it is it's my favorite holiday movie of all time i think it's brilliant i think that every every performance in that movie big and small and by small i i'm even going so far as john krasinski's one line like i think every single performance and moment and line in that movie is is just perfect i love that movie that is my all-time favorite cameron diaz performance I just want to list off a, a couple of her movies that I really like. 
um, being John Malkovich, I know you do not like, but I liked her quite a bit in um, Charlie's Angels is a oh, banger. Oh, yeah. Charlie's Angels is a big one for me. Uh, Any Given Sunday, um, The Last Supper, she's the oh, one. Oh, yes. Last Supper. Love The Last Supper. Lots of good ones here. Um, okay, so now my sacrilegious okay. question. Shrek is being made in 2023. Oh, no. You have to cast... Shrek, Donkey, Fiona, and Farquaad. Okay. But you can't keep any of these people because it's 2023. You're not going to hire Mike Myers. You're, mm-hmm. Cameron Diaz hasn't done anything in 10 years. You're not going to hire Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Right, is it still animated? Like, am I, I'm hiring your animated. voice? Okay. And you, could, you, don't, you don't have to be like, okay, who does an Eddie Murphy thing? Like, if you yeah. want to tweak it, you can yeah. tweak it. I have mine prepared because I've thought of this question. So if you would like f- for me to start each one off and it can maybe spark you in your inevitable disagreement. Um, yeah, let's go that route because I-, I would have liked to prepare. Okay, uh, Shrek, keep in mind we can tweak the intentions a little bit. Doesn't? Yeah. I mean, these voices, okay, real quick aside, probably because it's a 20-year-old franchise, these voices are iconic as hell. Yeah. I mean, like listening to Eddie Murphy in this, it was like, yeah. okay, he freaking killed it. I yeah. mean, like, he killed it. So you kind of have to do something different, mm-hmm. okay? My Shrek is Burt Kreischer. <gasps> oh, my God! I was going to say Liam Neeson. Oh, <laughs> you're you're really leaning in the Scottish of it. Yeah, I was like, you know, let's... Is he Irish? He's Irish. Yeah, but I was like, let's, like, actually go for, like, a European. And I feel like Liam Neeson is one of those guys, like, obviously we see him in, in the red boxes and the in the take-ins and whatever. But I think Liam Neeson has a comedy side to him that is just desperate for someone to tap into. And I think he can make a good track. But Bert, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's that's a good one. <laughs> and I, I don't think he would do it justice, but I think it's a, be a, lot more like, a bold choice. Like mud drinking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. like go, go, go. Yeah, well, yeah like may, maybe <laughs> Bert can just do like the sounds. Yeah. The grunts. <laughs> okay. Um, my uh, Fiona, mm-hmm. I have two. And this is because I have one that whose voice I think is perfect. Okay. But I don't think that they would allow Maybe because of an age thing. So I have like my like a little bit closer to age. Even though at this point she's probably whatever. It doesn't matter. My like I think her voice is perfect is Leslie Mann. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Well, yes. I think Leslie Mann should be a fairy godmother though. A fairy godmother is like a New Jersey broad in – Okay, Shrek you said two. we could change intentions. Okay, sure, sure, sure. I just think about her as like a fairy godmother. Okay. She's my fairy godmother. Okay. Um, I think that's a good pick. I'm trying to think if I can think of anyone. Um, maybe come back to me on that. So my backup, my like, we need to put a name on the yeah. poster yeah. is Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that's a good pick. I feel like that's, you know, ScarJo can do just about anything. I like her voice quite a bit. Yeah, I like her voice too. Um... I think we could also go if if we really want to go name on the poster board and we really want to lean into like poster board like trifold <laughs> from the yeah. Dollar Tree yeah, yeah presentation gonna, in front yeah, of the board of directors they're gonna go to the Y we're they're gonna lean into the Y two K of it in oh, the marketing oh, okay. right if we really want to go on the on poster the- boards across America <laughs> shitty cut out colored paper science fair um if we really want to go big name and we and we want to go back to like 
you know, they're younger as the people were that were made this. We go Florence Pugh. Uh. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, like, that's what you do. Yeah, I know. Okay, my donkey. You know who it would be, though? But Okay, I, okay. It would be Florence Pugh. No. You just did freaking Puss yes. in Boots. Here's, everyone's going to literally turn, do you think people t- are going to turn off the, the episode because of what you said? They're really going to fucking, they're never going to listen to the show again. I feel like it could be someone like Jenna Ortega, but I just don't like Jenna Ortega. I don't have any I know everyone ever. likes her. I just, she doesn't do it for me. Okay. My donkey is a different direction. Mm-hmm. It is a different direction because Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Like. I mean, was. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And so like, it's, if you don't go a different direction, it's, it's just, okay, who does Eddie Murphy? Yeah. So I'm going, instead of donkey being like a lovable dumbass okay jackass jackass we're gonna rewrite a couple jokes here and there we're gonna change some intentions and he's gonna be like a smart ass okay like he's really he knows what's up he's almost like a shakespearean fool or something okay okay yeah we can tell you saw king lear last night oh no but i i mean this though okay he's he's like he's the audience like uh, okay it's hasan minhaj Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm three for three right now. Yeah. I mean, to be, okay, I, I'm i not discredited, discrediting your three for three, but it is a sort of thing, like, I did not know that this was coming, and, like, I can't just, like, conceptualize no, I don't, an entire I don't expect thing. you to be like, yes, 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 yeah, right away. Um, but, yeah, like, okay, I, I can see how you would do that. I feel like you could go that same way with almost, like, a Trevor Noah. Yeah, I, I like Hassan's voice a lot. I, I like Hassan. I prefer Hassan in basically every way. Um, but like I, I can see where you're going. I also almost feel like there is a like hmm. Yeah. You know who I don't want it to be, but I feel like could be in the audition room? James Corden. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Why did you say that? I don't know. For Donkey? You mean yeah. Shrek, right? <laughs> no, I meant Donkey. All right. What I what I like about the Haas and Burke combo is like he's clearly like there's this superiority thing that you can really play yeah. off of. Okay. Um, and then my Farquad. Yeah. We got two options for Farquad. Yeah. We have um the one is we give the little guy a really deep voice mm. and that's a gag. Yeah. And it's Adam Driver. Yeah. He can do like the preposterous of it. Sure. He can be kind of silly, right? Yeah. The other is you just go, no, it's silly. It's like a character. He stumps around. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Right? And that's Bo and Yang. Oh, uh, yeah. I love Bo and Yang. I'm a <laughs> Bo and Yang apologist. Like, I love this man. Any Anytime you say Bo and Yang, like, I'm in. <laughs> I am in. I think they needed Bo and Yang in, in Puss in Boots. Was he in that? Was he in there? <laughs> he was. I don't think he was. But he should have been. I also like the SNL of it with um, Eddie Murphy, obviously. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I was trying to think of who for Lord Farquaad, and I was like, do we do the – I was like, do we – He was not, but he was in the, the Lost City, which was terrible. No. That movie was not terrible. Okay, sure. Um. Oh, God, yeah, that's just so tough. It's it's so hard, like, doing this. One, you've obviously had time to think about it, but, like... Ooh, you know who I just stumbled upon Letterboxd who could also work? Who? Jeff Goldblum. Oh. 
Oh yeah. Also, but also John Lithgow freaking killed it. Like, yeah, he did. I mean, all four of them. Like, yeah, I mean, this is the perfect cast. Like, yeah. the fact that they had casting issues is one of the reasons that I believe in fate. <laughs> because yeah. they ended up with the perfect cast. Um, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, where do we squeeze in Austin Butler? <laughs> He's Be, the because man. because we are helping out the Vince Vonathon right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I think to. he's the gingerbread man. <laughs> yeah, or or he just plays every other character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're onto something. All right, I have one last thing I want us to do before we wrap. I'm going to read you five iconic quotes from this movie, okay. and I want you to rank them from five to one. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Uh, number one. This is going to be fun. We'll stay up late, swap in manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Mm, oh, okay, this is the, well, here's what we'll do. We'll do the TikTok thing yeah. where you have to put it in oh, a spot okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to put it at five. Five? That's the okay, worst okay. one? I'm going to put it at four. That's like my favorite line from the movie. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. I mean, it's iconic. I'll put it at four. Wow. Okay. I. <laughs> I just like. I don't know what else is coming. Okay. People. <laughs> okay. He hoofed until he poofed, and he signed an eviction notice. Okay, that got a pretty big chuckle out of me. It did. That's why I just. Uh, I'm gonna put that three. Okay. So you have one, two, and five left. Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Um, five. Doesn't say that. I Shrek. love that line. I agree, but it's not like Shrek specific. Lithgow kills that one. Yeah. So you're done a one and two. All right. Nobody move. I've got a dragon and I'm not afraid to use it. Okay, that's a, that's a two. So I'm just going to go balls out with this number one. <laughs> oh, no. <coughs> Is your laughing slash coughing good or bad? You notice that three of the lines are from Donkey because he's okay. the funniest character. It's uh, it's when uh, he he gets the magic pixie dust and he goes, "That's right, fool! Now I'm a flying talking donkey. You might have seen a house fly, maybe even a super fly, but I bet you ain't never seen a donkey fly." Okay, slay. And then he yeah, <laughs> he just and then he falls. pitters to the ground. Like, he doesn't like that's a he, great gig. Yeah, he pitters a little bit and then Good falls. Gag, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. All right, that was fun. I stand by that. Cameron Diaz day. For the website, wrapping it up. Any final thoughts on Shrek? We're, we are like, listen, this is arguably the biggest franchise of the era that the show is dedicated to. So, like, we will be returning to sequels, spinoffs, other such things. I mean, we've already done a spinoff, a sequel, so um, it's it's definitely gonna gonna happen in the future. Um, Cameron Diaz, I love her. I love her. I think she's so freaking talented. Every time I see or hear her in something, I go, like, we need to watch her in more stuff. Um, there are so many underrated gems. Last Summer, The Last Supper is one that we recently came across. Um, and then also there Actually, was... I would like to just correct. I did not come across. I've been searching for this movie for years, but it was, like, okay. essentially dead media. And yeah. then one day it just popped up on Tubi because Tubi's fucking awesome. We just – we finally watched it for the first time is what I was trying to say. Um, what is that guy – your guy. My guy. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Ethan from The Holiday. 
Oh, he's not my freaking guy. I know. Guy. I, that's the bit now, baby. Edward Burns. Edward Burns. What, what's the Edward Burns movie she was in? She's the one. She's the one. I liked that quite a bit. Um, so she she's done, you know, she's done huge stuff. She's done, you know, big stuff. She did a lot of um, even, like, super commercial comedies back in the day, like Bad Teacher with Jason Segel, which I really liked, but I haven't seen it in a long time, so I'm not going to sit here and bet it. It's um, probably terrible. Probably terrible, but, I mean, like, it's 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 her and Jason Segel. Like, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but she's done so many... So so many small things too and she just gives the most incredible performances and i just think that she's so underrated and um i'd love to have her for season two as i would with any of the people on this list so we'll have to see could be next week if you if you've put two and two together and you've looked at the calendar and you know that this show comes out on tuesdays you know that each tuesday of the site where we're celebrating those days with episodes of white two games Next Tuesday, Jackie Chan. We're not going to say what the show slash movie or whatever it is yet. Um, but you know that our next episode will be Jackie Chan Day for Y2 Kids. Until then, we want you guys to go to the website, futurepresentationvideo.com. Um, check out the calendar. Lots of fun people coming up. Just a couple people off the top of my head. Uh, Colin Farrell, Jamie Foxx, Courtney Cox, Jackie Chan, of course, Jennifer Lopez. Lots of fun people coming up in the near future. Um, so go to the website. Check out the calendar. Um, you'll see who's coming up. And we're going to talk about their movies. We want you to watch some of their movies, comment along with us, play along with us, hit us up on, on Twitter, things like that, and uh, and play along. So the best place to find uh, what we're doing for this, for this event, futurepresentationvideo.com. You go in, you put your email address in, we'll send you everything that we do for free. And we're having like a month-long party, our countdown to season two of the Vince Vaughn-a-thon. It's been a lot of fun so far. Um, so yeah, come over and join us. Um, you can also find the show at Y2KidsPod on Twitter or Y2KidsPod at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Mueller Sloan and on Letterboxd at Taylor Malone. Uh, you can find me at Patrick J. Regal. Everywhere you find people online, uh, you can leave us a nice review, Apple Podcasts, hit us with five stars on Spotify, things like that. But the best place, the home of everything that we do, the best place to support us, futurepresentationvideo.com. Come play along with movie star March Madness. Next week, Jackie Chan Day. See you then. See you then, folks.